podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We've been looking at the in-between. We're at our final instalment of this particular journey that the Lord has taken us on. We've seen Noah, we've seen King Jehoshaphat, we've seen Nehemiah all going through the in-between moments. And we've seen that the reality is the in-between is everyday life. It's not the mountaintop and it's not the valley, it's the middle seat, if you like, on the aeroplane. It's uncomfortable, but nevertheless, the destination is still the same. That appears to be the reality of the in-between. But, as we've seen, our day-to-day needs to be as God-centred as it possibly can be. Our day-to-day needs to be as God-centred, if you like, as a Sunday morning. It's so much easier on a Sunday morning, though, isn't it? You've got like-minded people around you, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ... We're here, aren't we, to worship Jesus. We're here to lift high his name. We're here to look into the word together. We're here to enjoy each other's company. At least I hope all of that is true. (laughs) So on a Sunday morning, it, it feels a lot easier to do the everyday. But the challenge is for us is to be living this life Monday through Saturday. And the challenge is to spend time in the Word. The challenge is to be praying continually. The challenge is to be worshipping God, whatever the situation, whatever the moment that we find ourselves in, whether it's mundane and driving to work, or whether it's because something wonderful has happened, or whether something bad has happened, that we are still bringing our praise and our adoration to him, that we want to spend time with him, we want to spend time with other Christians, we want to spend time worshipping God day to day. I believe that God wants us and asks us, promotes us, if you like, to continue in our growth. And these moments of in-between, we've seen in the Bible characters that we've looked at, that they are busy times, yes. They are busy moments, we have busy lives, yeah? My word, we can fill our day with a million different things. But the challenge for us is to make sure that everything that we do is centred around him. We've looked and we've seen that these characters were building, they were serving, they were sharing, they were ready in their lives spiritually and physically for the next steps that God had got in mind for them. They all kept, and it's clear to see, they all, every one of them, kept moving forward. And church, that is the key. That is the key. That we are continually moving forward. We don't stand still. In fact, the argument would be that if you feel like you're stood still, the reality is you're moving backwards. We have to continue to push forwards. And we've used the analogy of the coal off the fire before. 
that it doesn't take long for the coal to lose its glow and lustre as it falls out of the fire. It soon goes dull. The challenge for us is to make sure that we're continually pushing ourselves forward. So the question, I guess, remains, how on earth do we keep pushing forward in the in-between? Because I don't know about you, but the middle seat ain't that comfy. And I've got four little points that hopefully will just get us to that stage. I very rarely share that I have points. I do this on purpose because internally you have a checklist and you're like, thank goodness he's at number three. One left. So you have no idea how long these points are. They could be minutes, they could be hours. Let's see what the Lord says. We are, this is my first one, that we are actively, or are we, is the question, are we actively putting God first? His will, his word, in everything we do. Now that's a challenge, hey? Are we actively putting God first, even in the in-between, putting God first, his will, his word, in everything that we do? Have a look at Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. This is Jesus. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross often. Oh no, good. Translation's not bad. Let me read it. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Take up their cross daily and follow me. First of all, let's be real with each other. That doesn't mean on a Sunday, that's what we set out to do. Today, Lord, I will take up my cross and I will follow you. I'm putting you first today. What about Monday? Oh, daily. Sorry, it doesn't say weekly. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? It's about daily taking up our cross and following Christ. Jesus is pretty clear here. We're to die to our old self. It's not my desires, my wants, what I need or think needs to happen, our desires and selfish pursuits, but we put God first, following him and seeking his will daily. Now, the, the goal is for us is to make sure that our will marries up to his will and then we don't fight so much anybody notice that listen just let's be earthly relationships here a relationship on planet earth i'll take for example mine with my wife is she in here no, then i can <laughs> and when Lowell wants something and i want something the reality is if we don't meet up then it becomes like a, a whole separate trajectory. And before we know it, we're arguing about the fact that we should be doing what she wants. And I agree, we should. <laughs> the reality is, church, in our relationships with each other, that if we have, if we have the same goal and we're on the same path, we're, we're going on the same trajectory, it's so much easier to be connected. It's so much easier to know what each other wants. And God... And our relationship with him is exactly the same. God has laid out his will in the word of God. He's shown us how he wants us to live. We don't know what that picture looks like in our day to day. But God willing, through the eye of faith, we can trust that God's got it in control. 
So all I need to do is make sure that my will is matching up with God's. That I'm not saying, well, to be honest, I don't really want to go to church. Because to be fair, <laughs> now I stand here. I'm not always liked. It's a tough, it's a tough reality. <laughs> I don't know why. It's my boyish charm, I believe. I'm not sure. But the reality is, it's not always easy. And we might think, well, I go to Bible study, but it has been a rubbish week so far. Listen, we all have them. Shameless plug for Bible study here, half past seven, Wednesday evenings. Seven o'clock, sorry. <laughs> Don't come at half past seven, you'll be late. Come at seven. <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, felt like I did that on purpose now, so that you remember. 7 p.m. But you see, the reality is that we should be wanting to dig into God's word. We should be wanting to spend time with him. And, and that if I'm putting him first in everything that I do, my will is lined up with his will, then I'm not going to fight him so much and feel like I've been rubbish. We want to be on the same path. We want to focus on what God wants for our lives. And now I've mentioned Bible study, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> you see, the word of God needs to sit comfortably in our hearts, doesn't it? It needs to be something that we go, okay, Lord, I'm with it. Not, I'm going to fight it because, well, that seems like the best option for me. Because otherwise I'm going to feel terrible on Sunday afternoon. Listen, don't think we're not all the same. We absolutely are. You think how I think and I think how you think. You might have some odd thoughts and I might have some odd thoughts. But the reality is we're made up of what? It's about 90% water, is it? <laughs> and when you boil it all down, there's not a great deal of difference between us. There might be some more water in here than, than the rest of you. I think that's what it is, is water. But church, the reality is that if we're plugging into what God wants for our lives, if we're actively putting God's first, his will, his word in everything that we do, then the trajectory of our lives is where God wants us to be heading. Amen? The question then in the second point, is are we using every opportunity in the day-to-day, -day, remember, in the in-between, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, dull moments, aren't they, Wednesday afternoons? Ugh, miserable. Come to Bible study, I'll cheer you up. Are we using every opportunity inside and outside of church to meet with other Christians? Oh, well, I don't have time to do that. Now we have to go to work to put bread on the table. Felt like I needed to get it in, Alistair. We, we have to, I understand there are things that we need to be doing, but there are also moments because we have, um, I don't know whether you've noticed, we live in a time of the uh, smartphone. Have you seen those? They are cool, eh? They can connect you to everybody and everything. What are we choosing to connect to? What are we choosing to spend our moments of free time, whether that be between meetings, whether that be on the way home, whether that be anything, those free moments that we have. Hey, just checking in, seeing how you're doing. My day's been pretty pants so far, but you know, praying that uh, Wednesday is closer than I think it is. Are we spending those moments or are we, you know, flicking through Facebook and seeing what everybody else is doing? Oh, look how happy they are. Oh, wow. Their kids smile. <coughs> oh, look, their house is tidy. It isn't. It's that one room. <laughs> Do not be fooled. 
Are we using every opportunity to spend time with brothers and sisters in Christ? Moments that we get, whether it be a, a phone conversation, whether it be a text, whether it be a video call, whether it actually be, I know it's odd, but a meet-up and a chat. Listen, Acts chapter 2, verse 46 through 47. Uh, 44 through 47, beg your pardon. All the believers... First note. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The word's clear here too, isn't it? If we want to grow spiritually, if we want to grow numerically as a church, then we need to be together and we need to have everything in common. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, I do not have everything in common with you. I agree. Let me explain. You see, because I like football and F1. Baseline. There we go. Now, I don't demand that you like that as well, because that would be useless, because you've got your own things that you're into. It's not about that. Church, it's about that Christ is my everything. And God willing, we have him in common. Amen? That's the challenge for us as a church, that we have everything in common because our lives are centred around Christ. Our lives are built on that solid and firm foundation. It's about learning and growing together. Sundays, Wednesdays, building each other up. Loving and sharing. Tuesdays and for the youth Thursdays. In this building, yes, but outside of this building, that we still communicate with each other. And by God's grace, we're a church that does that. Amen? We're a church that does communicate. Let's not get tired of it. Let's not stop doing it because it's as good for you as it is for me and it's as good for me as it is for you. We have to keep connected. We have to keep pushing each other and driving each other to the word. We have to keep encouraging each other. Because your Monday might be great. Mine's rubbish and I need your energy. And vice versa. Because I'm mint on a Friday. We have to push each other and share with each other. So that we can grow together and we can reach people for Christ. And that brings me to our third point. Are we sharing the gospel at every opportunity? Might I work in an office with 30 other people? The last thing that I am going to do is tell the bloke or the lady next to me about Jesus. Because then I'll have 30 people on my desk going, are you mad? Again, don't think I don't know the world. I also work and I also have people come in to my life regularly, whether it be clients or suppliers. And the reality is sharing the gospel is not always easy. Listen, I get the opportunity on a Sunday morning to do it and I'm like, yes, Lord, I love it. I want to do it all the time. But of course, the reality is that you're an audience by God's grace that want to listen. I hope <laughs> that you're here for a reason. And we don't always have that same uh, audience in front of us that want to listen. But again, just turn over the page to Acts chapter 5. Just a couple of pages on. Verse 41 through 42. 
Listen to the example that the apostles show us. It says in, um, what was it, 41, I lost my... The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been uh, counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. The name that's above every name. You know the one, the name of Jesus. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. That we share the gospel and the gospel is the good news about Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And the apostles set an example to say this is how we should be living. Now we know that was there, as we can see, on the most part, their full-time job. And you can use the excuse that I do and go, well, I don't do that every single day. What, so you're not a Christian tomorrow? Again, you can hear the pin. But we are, aren't we? And Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday. But I put my feet up on a Saturday. Praise God that the Lord Jesus Christ did not put his feet up. Praise God that he was willing to go to the cross. Praise God that he was willing to give his all for people like you and me. Church, we are undeserving, but by grace, amen? amen. But by grace. And my fourth and final point. Are you ready for it? It's a good job you are. Are we? Are we trusting God's promises Oh, yes and amen. In the in-between, are we looking forward to our home with him forever? And you say, Matt, I didn't even consider it last week. And I say, well, I'll be honest with you, neither did I. Now, you see the challenge for us as his church to have a mind that is fixed on things above. The challenge for us as a church to be focused on the word. The challenge for us to be centred around him is that when we do, we're able to have our minds set on things above. We're able to have our minds focused on what God has got in store for us, that we have a promise that's steadfast and sure, that one day, because of what Christ has done for you and for me, we will see our Saviour face to face. If we put our faith and our trust in him, if we've said sorry for our sin, and that's the Lord into our life. My word, one day I will see my Saviour. And I will share in the glory forever. I will spend eternity worshipping and praising him. And 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14 through 17. Paul is showing our pursuit of putting Christ first. And let me just say that again. Paul is showing us pushing us, driving us into a pursuit of putting Christ first. Because why? Well, it doesn't come naturally. It does not come naturally to not put you first. It is not a natural behaviour. Paul is promoting us to push ourselves in the pursuit of putting Christ first, to seek his will over our own. And it's a worthy pursuit, the right pursuit, because of Christ's love for us. Listen, Verse 14, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who should live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Paul is pushing us 
To make sure that we know we have a promise that one day we will be in glory with him. But our pursuit is to live a life for Christ right now. The love of Christ should compel us to live how he's called us to live. Why? Because he gave everything for us. He gave his very best for the very worst of you and me. And we see what humanity can do to humanity. We're watching it with our own eyes. That's the world that we live in. That's the enemy. And God is saying, I desire peace. I desire love. Here is my son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to take your place. And that through him, we can have life. And the reality is that we realise that this mortal shell, as it is, is wasting away. But inwardly, the bit of me that's going to live forever with the Lord forever is being renewed day by day. Listen, just go back a chapter to chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians, verse 16 through 18. Therefore, do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. I would argue that I'm gaining rather than wasting, but you may be in a different boat to me. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So, listen, what do we do? We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I fix my gaze on things above. I fix my eyes on the the joy of my salvation, that I will be in glory one day. And this world is hard, it's tough, it's not great. There are things that we need to be doing, the way that we need to be living. Living for Christ, fixing our eyes on things above is the way that God is calling us to live. And these verses point to our pursuit of all things God. And the value it holds because of Christ. We cannot earn what's to come. Christ has already paid the price. And his love compels us to give our all for him. To give our all of our time, our treasure and our talent. So what are we waiting for? The in-between isn't the boring or mundane. The reality is it's everyday life. Your life might be more exciting than mine. Again, by Monday afternoon, I was literally put my house on the fact that your life is more exciting than mine but it's everyday life and God wants us to be warriors for Christ so we need to plug in we need to buckle up and we need to fix our eyes as the writer of Hebrews says on the author and finisher or the author and perfecter of our faith Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That is the joy that we have. It's finished, it's done with, love has won. The Lord Jesus Christ is sat down at the right hand of the Father, and he's saying, he's with me, she's with me. What a joy we have 
in our salvation. That is the power of the cross. That is the joy of the life that we have in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. And church, that's the in-between. That is the in-between. Our challenge is, is to grow in these moments. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just pray that you will help us to actively put you first, using every opportunity to spend time with believers, brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, that you would help us to spend time actively sharing the good news to those around us. And Father, we pray that you will help us to trust in your promises, Lord, because they are yes and amen. Father, we just thank you that you are a God who loves us. Father, we thank you that you are a God of the detail. And Lord, even when we think that we're on our own during the week, Father, your word says that you'll never leave us nor forsake us, that you're right there with us. And Father, in the quiet, Father, in the noise, we know that you're there. And we pray, Lord God, that you would help us to fix our eyes and our mind on things above, to look forward to that promise that we have in you, that one day we will be with you in glory. But Father, right now, while you would have us here on planet Earth, help us, Father, to be productive for you. Help us in our pursuit of all things Christ. Help us, Father, to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Father, bless us as we continue in our worship now, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.